0: Hello, everybody. Hello. Happy Tuesday. Because uh, say that because it's actually Tuesday.
1: Yeah, and uh, I had some issues with my story, so we had to add an extra record day on. Yes. So Emily stuck with me again.
0: Yes, I'm Emily. And I'm Danielle. And this is your true crime, cult, cryptid, and conspiracy podcast. That went way better Thanks th- than, th- than last time. <laughs> I. Yeah, I had a brain fart last time. Well, and it, I think it—you didn't
1: say it in the normal order, order, so then it just threw both of us off because we were both like, "Wait,
0: yeah." <laughs> so um I think that's what happened, probably. So, you guys just got the state of Minnesota episode today. Yes. Um, you'll be getting your mini on Friday. Yes. And then, back to our regularly scheduled programming.
1: Yep The crime and cults and cryptid and conspiracies Not nice. a lot of those though
0: They're hard to find They are really hard to find
1: A lot harder than I thought
0: Yeah To be honest with you There's like some conspiracies in the Great Lakes that we could definitely deep dive into But Yeah Um, yeah So I don't
1: Sorry, serious is Making some weird faces It's quite comical Oh, Uh, oh. okay (laughs) you just hear a little like sniff like a yeah noise if you heard that that was serious also i wanted to let you know i did hear from katie and she said it was fine oh that we said yeah
0: oh thank god i felt bad but i was like i'm so sorry so she got a special shout out twice now yeah (laughs) so thank you again kitty
1: yeah um we need to figure out what we're gonna do with with that cute card it's just hanging out in my car because i don't i don't know where to put it mm-hmm. we should find a spot in your to hang it yeah we should we should figure that out after we're done recording okay okay so <clears throat> it is my turn to tell the story and this one is like super recent oh like super recent um it's
0: gonna like make me scared
1: no okay good no, it shouldn't. I don't know. Recent ones, like it shouldn't. I mean, it shouldn't. It's, it's different though from. Well, it's not di- whatever. Okay, just I'm just gonna let's
0: just get into I'm it. I'm just gonna start.
1: <laughs> okay, so um, the story starts in Missouri in Dallas County, which was very confusing for my brain because when you hear Dallas, you think Texas, mm-hmm. and apparently this is Dallas County. So, Dallas County is, um, in the southwestern side of the state. Um, it's, like, north of Interstate 44, kind of around the Springfield area, but, like, north of that. So...
0: So, south of Kansas City? Yes. Kay. So,
1: if Missouri is, like, this is the bottom... Here, I'll draw it backwards for you. So, if this is that bottom corner... Yeah. ...it's, like, right here. Okay. So, it's up a, a little up from the, the southern end. Um... Okay. And the most recent census I I found, at least, I didn't look super hard, I'm gonna be completely honest, um, was that there were around 17,000 people living in Dallas County in 2010.
0: So you found, um, is it, so is it like a bunch of small towns or is it like- That's what it sounds like Townships or
1: something? It sounds like it's a bunch of, like, little towns because, um, it, the people of the, the police department is actually a sheriff- Oh, yeah, yeah. And so usually your small towns have a county sheriff rather than, yeah, you know, um, a police department. Absolutely. So I have a sheriff. You do? Mm-hmm. Really?
0: Yeah, I don't have a police department. Huh. I didn't know that. Is it? I'll ask later. I don't, don't yeah, want to ask that's fine. the yeah, county yeah. you're in. <laughs> the big one. The oh. same one as... Nope. Don't want to say that either. As our high school? Yes. Okay.
1: Okay. That makes sense. So, um... On August twenty sixth, twenty twenty one, thirty three year old Cassidy Rainwater was reported missing.
0: So this is literally blessing. like two months. No ago. two months ago.
1: Yeah. Um, Cassidy had been missing since July twenty fifth. On s- what? She had been missing a month. Yeah, she had been missing for about a month. Um, one of my sources that I have makes it sound like she was a high risk. Like, lived a high-risk lifestyle. Okay. Um, Not that we... No, not, not that it's a bad thing, but just, like, that could explain why it took so long... For her to be reported Yes. ...missing? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes if you have a more transient lifestyle, it's harder for friends and family to realize, like, oh, my God, nobody's heard from them for X, Y, Z
0: weeks. Yeah, you I know. would definitely say the transient lifestyle would probably play more into it than a high risk lifestyle yeah I just sorry I don't like the term high risk really I get that it just I feel like it would explain more so like people just like it's hard to keep track of her basically yeah 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 um and again I don't want anyone to like get at us. no and it's
1: not a judgment or anything like if that's what she wants to do with her life or is that how she is living her life then that's how she's living her life but like it just it the the lifestyle she was living it makes it seem that it was easier for her to go missing because people didn't see her every day people didn't talk to her every day. If I went missing, you would know pretty fast because I talk
0: to you almost every single day. I also track your location. <laughs> that too, <laughs> quite often. <laughs> I don't know why I I track all my you friends' just, locations. You just
1: like check on everybody every day. Yeah.
0: I love that. Not, I mean, it's just like more like out of curiosity. Like, what yeah. are you doing today? Yeah, I get that. Um,
1: when I was on my way here, I was at a stoplight and I went, oh, I should probably check and make sure that Emily's actually home. So not, not that, that I, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, not that I can n- not get into your house, but whatever.
0: So moral of the story is she lived a transient lifestyle.
1: Yeah, I would say that's probably a better word for it. Not um, that, I
0: mean, again, high risk isn't bad. It's just just not your preference it's just a definition of how she lived her life (laughs) yeah again
1: we mean no offense it's just that's how it sounded she lived and that's fine so um on September 16th so we're gonna cut to the chase real quick
0: here so this is like around the same time as the Gabby Petito case yeah because I mean we I never heard of this
1: yeah um so on September 16th, 2021, police received a, or well, excuse me, the sheriff, received a tip from an anonymous source through the FBI tip line of a photo of Cassidy partially nude and locked in a cage. Oh,
0: no. Yeah.
1: How have I not heard of this? I was shocked, too. I've, I was on another um, true crime group that I'm in, and they were like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening, and I know this person, and I was like i'm sorry what so that's kind of why i like even looked into it
0: okay um i hope this is a happy ending
1: so the police are, or the sheriff's department knows kind of like where this photo was taken because of like the metadata and everything oh. like you know like with the dorothy's shoes Yeah. Case. yeah yeah so they go to the home where she is or where the picture was taken and they find the person that's living there. I do not believe he's the homeowner. I think like he's he renting, renting the house. Okay. From what it sounded like.
0: We can find out. Um, I have ways.
1: Ooh, <laughs> that <laughs> sounds very suspicious, but I, I love it. Um, so they find James Phelps there and they arrested him. So, James Phelps had previously talked to uh, the sheriff's department and said that Cassidy was staying with him until she could make it on her own and had mentioned that she had plans to move to Colorado.
0: Do you, Did you say how old she is? She's 33. Oh, okay.
1: Um, so, and then also at that time, the, it was about a month before they arrested him. So, like early August, mid-August. He had also told uh, the sheriff's department that he hadn't seen Cassidy since she went to meet a car at the end of his driveway in the middle of the night and he claimed that he'd never seen her again.
0: Yet there's a photo of that came from your location of her in a cage. Yeah. Question, just because the photo came from, like he just, he could have been the one who sent in the photo, right? And then it would have came from his location. That doesn't necessarily mean that he... Took the photo and she was Um so there from what I Do you get what I'm trying to yeah, get? Yeah.
1: Like you're saying that he could have been the one that was like, the anonymous tip.
0: Right. And someone like maybe someone sent him the photo and he was like, Oh, okay, I have to send yeah. this in. So from what I understand
1: from metadata in a photo, it's where the photo is taken.
0: So the photo itself.
1: Yes. Where that photo itself is taken from. So I would love to like for example, on your iPhone, under the photos you can look at a map Ooh. of where all your pictures are taken Ooh, not all of them but it doesn't always do it but like if you look at it later you'll see like there's like a map option or something like that and it you can see like for me a 98 of my pictures are taken in minnesota and south dakota because that's where i usually am when i'm taking pictures so it serious looks like the happiest boy right now
0: watch if i stop <laughs>
1: He just shoved his head under her hand. Like, excuse you, mother. How, how dare you? So that, at least from from like back to the story, um, what I understand from metadata is that it's literally the GPS coordinates of the photo, of the photo, not
0: where it was, was sent, sent from. from. Correct. Okay.
1: So if I could be absolutely wrong, but that's what I understand. So, um. So they arrested James Phelps on September 16th and then police searched the property and it looked like, they called it the loft on the property. Um, So I don't know if that was like above the garage or if it was just like a partial upstairs, you know, like a loft upstairs or whatever, but that's what they called it. Um, And it said it looked like the loft area had been stripped and there were no belongings of Cassidy's left at the house the first time they went to search sorry so Not second time.
0: they get this tip yep they arrest this guy yep he's in custody he's yep. like yeah she was living with me so before they got the tip why would, would they go to him before they got the tip so before they got
1: the picture they were just trying to like figure out where she had been and so people were saying like oh i saw her with this person or she had mentioned this person so this was between like when
0: she was reported missing and when the photo was taken yes okay
1: yeah so um sorry i'm just trying to get the time no i know it's it's a little screwy sorry i didn't i didn't do the best job on these these notes right now um and i didn't realize it until i was rereading them
0: it happens so
1: um the first time they'd been there the police had asked to search the house like like where she had been staying and he was like yeah sure that's fine Mm mm-hmm so he was like she was in this loft, which is making, which is why I think the loft was part of the garage and not the main house.
0: Now, for clarity, this was before he was arrested. Yes. Okay. So now,
1: after he is arrested, so after they
0: get the tip, yep, they go, they go arrest back, him.
1: They arrest him, um, and then they, as they're going through their, his stuff and like his information, um, they notice some like texts from someone named tim norton and tim norton was an over-the-road trucker and when they interview him they told the police that he lives in his truck even when he's not working so they're like where do you live where do you stay and he's like i live in my house or, i live in my truck um and then norton admitted that phelps had contacted him to help restrain cassidy which he had done
0: okay let's clarify again yes please do how did they find the second guy? Um, Through
1: uh, Phelps' cell phone. Oh. From, from what I understand. So they
0: saw a text and they were like, okay, we need to go talk to this guy and he's a trucker. Yes. And they were like, okay, where do you live? He's like, in my truck. They're like, cool, cool, cool. And then he was like, oh, by the way, Phelps. Yes. Texted. Was it over text or he just said Phelps asked me to yeah. help yeah. restrain her? Yeah. Okay. Help restrain and, I Cassidy. Did, and I did that.
1: Yes. Okay. So they have now also arrested Tim Norton.
0: So now Tim Norton and, and what James Phelps. Phelps are <laughs> both arrested. Yes. Okay. And so far, Cassidy is nowhere mm. to be found. Cassidy. I said Cassidy. Right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well,
1: here's the thing about this one. There's not a lot of information. There's just not because police are being very tight lipped. Right. We don't even know if Cassidy's alive. We don't know if Cassidy is dead. We don't know if Cassidy's been found. We don't. We they know nothing. They haven't
0: said anything
1: about it? Not that I could find. In every single source, there's nothing about her being alive or dead. Nothing.
0: Then, like, they're not, like, we're still searching?
1: Nope. Nothing. That? She's not even. We have no idea. And I, like, looked and looked and looked and looked and looked. Did You, you should look on Reddit. I should have just tried to figure out who that original post came from and been, like, tell me what you know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, this—that's weird. It's
1: super weird.
0: I'm assuming she's still missing,
1: at least. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Because if she was, what far if wrong. they have? But
1: what if they have her in protective
0: custody? And then she's gonna testify, testify against, against yeah. them. Mm-hmm. So right now, they—what are they arrested and charged with? Um, Do you have that? Let me see. Um,
1: I don't know if I wrote it down. All I have is that both men have their preliminary hearings set for November 5th.
0: I'm really curious on, like, what they're charged with. Because that don't, could tell us, like, if they think she's alive or not. Because if they're, she was, they were charged with murder, obviously. Obviously, she's, she, yeah. They don't think she's alive. But I don't think they were. If they were just charged with, th- like, kidnapping or something. I think they were charged
1: with kidnapping and... Um... Um not like holding you know what i am do you know what i'm saying
0: isn't that just kidnapping
1: no not necessarily um yeah everything on i'm trying to look at one of my sources and it's i don't see anything about it but they're both kind of terrifying well no (laughs) surprise yeah um yeah, cuz they're they're just being really tight-lipped about everything and um so on here and it just gets weirder. Okay. So on October 4th, after both men had been arrested, and the day before they had their their hearing for it to set the um preliminary yeah, yeah. court date, um October 4th, the house that Cassidy was being held in was burned to the ground. Arson? Absolutely, arson. When police arrived at the home after the fire started, two incendiary devices were found. They were made with mortar tubes, balloons, and coiled fuses with a tripwire attached.
0: So do we think there's a third man and person
1: involved? I was actually going to ask you that because... Do you think it's a way to cover up the crime and destroy destroy evidence or do you think that it was someone who was trying to remove the home from the area because it was like a bad place and like had bad energy? No. Because they did that with um, Ariel Castro's house. He's the guy that had, you know, they destroyed his house after everything was said and done. So, I'm wondering if but you who, think...
0: who destroyed that house?
1: That was part of the plea deal. Okay,
0: yeah. So, I feel like, no. I feel like, no. There's, they're hiding evidence. You think someone else is oh, involved? Oh, for sure.
1: Okay. I, w- I was just curious because I was like, hmm, that seems really sus. So, um... Damn, that sucks. So, after the police found the, basically, bombs, um, they call in Springfield's bomb squad to make sure that there wasn't any other threat in that area around mm-hmm. the house. And at 1.30 a.m. on Tuesday, October 5th, another device was found and detonated near the fire by the bomb squad. So there were three Sorry, devices. I just
0: hit my face on the microphone <laughs> because I was doing like a what? A WTF face. This doesn't... Uh, yeah, I definitely think someone else was involved and they were like, "We need. I need to destroy evidence. But then again, I'm always like, if someone else was involved, why wouldn't the other two snitch? Right, unless they're like petrified, but yeah. still like...
1: Best thing to do for yourself would be to snitch, because like,
0: <laughs> like and get a plea deal. Yeah, like how has not one of these people like turned on the other and then? I think Tim did. Oh, you did. I mean, a little bit. Like, I guess he straight of. up
1: was like, "Yeah, he called me and asked." But him. also,
0: like, he totally implicated himself. Yeah, that's true. He's kind of an idiot. I
1: don't. And see, and that's the hard thing about this case is like. Even in in here, I wrote, as of record date, October 26th, not much about the case has been released. We don't even know if Cassidy has been found or not. Like, we we literally don't know what they're necessarily, unless I just missed it, what they're being charged with. We don't know if they've found her. We don't know if if she's alive. We don't know if she's dead. We don't know if there's another person involved. We know nothing.
0: We'll have to... um, I was
1: like, this is going to be another one I have to keep my eyes on.
0: Yeah, definitely. I was going to say... In the next week, we should try to figure out at least what they were charged with. Okay. So, on like when you post your ep- the episode on Tuesday on social media, we can be like, This is what they were charged with. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, we can you can even look at like county arrest records. Oh, I always forget about that. I do that sometimes just for do fun. You? Yeah, I like to see who's arrested. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> It's just It's a lot of young people. <laughs> You're just like, hmm. Like, what's going on in so-and-so county this week? That's hilarious. Yeah.
1: Of course. I mean, I, I don't know why I'm surprised. Because... <laughs> You and Allie like have some weird hobbies. Allie for a while went through like this kick where she was always looking on Zillow.
0: Oh, I do that too. Yeah. Just to see. I look up the rich houses and then I copy the address on the county website and sees who owns the rich houses. And then I Google the people who own the rich houses to see what they do for a living. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so you do that and I craft. I'm creepy as hell. <laughs> No wonder why your research is always so good. <laughs> I go deep. Yeah. I love that. Okay, so while we were talking, I was uh, typing what were Tim Norton and James Phelps charged with because I was curious. Did it come up? Yeah. It says, Norton and James D. Phelps are each charged with one count of first-degree kidnapping, facilitating a felony, inflicting injury, and terrorizing a Class B felony. Felony, According to tort. Doc- to tort. <laughs> to court documents on september 16th the dallas county sheriff's office was contacted by an fbi agent in kansas city about an anonymous tip
0: okay so weird kidnapping kidnapping terrorizing Um, injury
1: facilitating a felony inflicting injury and terrorizing
0: so obviously they think she was hurt yeah i mean terrorizing
1: I mean, locking someone in, d- in a cage is pretty terrorizing. If you ask I me, I would agree with
0: that. That's that gives you no answers.
1: I know. <laughs> that's that's the really frustrating thing about this case, and the fascinating thing about
0: this case is like, there's nothing. So I mean, yeah. That I mean, um. I'll, that I'll be curious what to to see what like, he, or hear what these the listeners think because. I mean, that makes me lean towards just they think she's alive, but... But she's still missing. But, like, why not? Yeah, like, why? So, like, where... like, Or or is she still missing? And, you know, to your point where you think she might be in protective custody, if they do think there's a third person out there... Yeah. She'd then have Then she be. would have to be in protective custody. But, again, to that point, <laughs> if she's alive and there is a third person, well, shouldn't she be able to, like... Not necessarily. Not
1: identify, but at least state that there's a yes but that's the thing is they're not telling us the sheriff's department isn't telling us anything (laughs) yeah this is frustrating um so sheriff scott rice actually said um this isn't a tv series or a movie where we go to commercial break and have live results in 15 minutes searching a crime scene for seven days 24 hours a day takes that long 168 hours but clearly they can't do that anymore because it's a pile of rubble it's like burnt to a crisp like there's literally nothing left.
0: Hmm. <coughs> that's yeah, so this is weird. November fifth. Um, that's like
1: coming up in fr- like, next Friday. Uh, I think so. Yeah. So um... let's see. The father of Cassidy's son said at the time of her disappearance that Cassidy may have been homeless and she was in quote a bad way end quote. So that's where I kind of get that the feeling that she was just kind of living a transient lifestyle and just kind of which is which could be why it took so long for her to be reported missing.
0: I wonder um, how she knew this guy. Yeah I don't know. Like, Um, How did she end up staying there in the first place and was she even staying there or was is he just saying that? Yeah exactly like that's another thing is like
1: clearly he's not someone you can trust so how much of what he says can you believe so this this case is gonna drive you nuts i can just tell well
0: (laughs) i just because there's so many answers yeah there's and i'll be like very curious um to hear what happens next friday because it's yeah um okay so
1: Police are asking for patients from the public, but people are getting impatient and frustrated with Same. the lack of information from police, yep. which is actually actually fueling a lot of rumors. Oh, I'm sure. Like on the original post that I saw, it was like a screenshot and it said, um, oh my God, I just found out that someone I used to work with is a serial killer and a cannibal. And
0: they're talking about?
1: And they're talking about Tim Norton.
0: The trucker? Mm-hmm.
1: Who seems like he's l- the least involved in
0: this yeah from what we can tell now yeah so that's what got my attention was like
1: what and so like that had all these other rumors on there that i couldn't Very find bad. anything about yeah so like i'm not even gonna bother saying them because like
0: a serial killer uh, and a cannibalist yeah yeah that's like a big jump yeah i guess we'll find <laughs> out so, for real
1: um So on October 15th, which was 11 days after the fire, um, it was 11 days ago. Oh, Uh (laughs) Um, it was revealed that the fire at Phelps's home was be was being considered second degree arson. And so second degree arson means that it was intentionally destroying or damaging property valuing more than a thousand dollars using fire or explosives. The offense carries a penalty of up to ten years and or up to twenty thousand dollars fine. And I got that information from let's see if I can find RyanGary.com and that's an attorney in the Twin Cities. Mm. So
0: um Is this house in the middle of nowhere? I kind of assume since it, it's a small like a county. It looked like it it looked like it was
1: in kind of a wooded area yeah so i mean it's close enough for someone to have heard the explosives though and like when they the detonated yeah um and then so i did want to talk a little bit more about the house because it kind of connects phelps and norton to one another um so according to ozarks first phelps had lit has lived in the house that was burnt down since 2011 and then there are also records saying that Norton called that place his permanent rec- his permanent residence in 1992
0: and 1993.
1: Weird, so they go way back. Apparently, which I mean, maybe
0: we don't know. Yeah, <laughs> which it could just be a really weird coincidence.
1: But if they do go way back, that would explain why, um, Phelps would call Norton and be like, "I need your I help." Need help. Yeah. So, um. And like I said, both men have their preliminary hearings um, set for November 5th. Neither have asked for bail. I don't obviously think they should get it, but I did find it interesting that they didn't even ask.
0: Maybe they're trying. They feel safer in jail. Maybe. Maybe they're hiding from that third person.
1: Maybe. (laughs) That's a good
0: point. So I'm watching way too much Castle. (laughs) This is just,
1: uh, I guess, another one of those stories that I'm going to have to check back on because that's literally all the information I have. Hmm. But I don't want you to think my episode is over yet. Oh, Jesus. I did some research on the Cindy Yedis case. Oh, you did? I did. I okay, did it last good. night because I was like, I should just throw this in here. So wait, let's pause. Um, I was going to Let's do wrap re- uh, up. Okay. Go um, for it. Your first that i mean that's 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 it so do you want me to do my sources for that one really quick um um, yeah you can okay so my sources for that one were truecrimedaily.com ozarksfirst.com ryangary.com like i said um and that's it
0: so my theory i'm gonna put it out here now yes please three people involved
1: yeah i i would agree because there's no other explanation for, for how that house, house burns down because they were both down. in custody.
0: Correct. Um, I'm going to say she's still alive because I'm hoping. Yeah. Um, I. But is she still alive? Oh, Jesus. I don't
1: know. I, I really am enjoying watching you can, your like, brain. You see like, my wheels turn. Literally like you should trying click, click,
0: to, click, 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 to figure click. this out. <laughs> I wanna know who sent in the anonymous
1: tip. I do too. I'm really curious about that because Tim like Martin maybe. I'm I wouldn't be shocked if it came out that he was the anonymous tipster. I really wouldn't be shocked. Because But then why wouldn't he cut a deal if he's already like turning Maybe he has, we don't know. Yeah, that's true. We just there's just nothing. I mean at, at the the shortest amount of time, it's been twenty days. Yeah. You know.
0: Um, so yeah, so we'll have to keep an eye on this one. Um, I'd be interested to hear others' theories, so if you guys yeah. want to please let tell us, us <laughs> know, you can DM us, you can post on Facebook or Instagram, yep. whatever, just someone make it make sense. Please. <laughs> um, okay, now let's talk about okay. Cindy.
1: Cindy Yidis. So I I want to do a quick recap on the Ken Yedis case. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly just like what I remember. I didn't go back and listen to the episode and I don't have my notes anymore. So hopefully I don't need them because they're gone. Um, but so in 2006, Ken Yates was found dead in his Wisconsin home from two gunshot wounds. He was still in bed. His wife, Cindy, claimed that she had decided to sleep in the family's camper that night because she had a sinus infection and didn't want to disrupt Ken's sleep. She claims that she'd taken some cold medicine which in court documents actually says was vicodin vicodin is not cold medicine yeah she says she claims it was a it was vicodin to um help her get some sleep from her sinus infection
0: i mean i could no i mean that's pretty intense yeah
1: that's pretty intense stuff for a freaking sinus infection that's interesting. It seems weird. Yeah, that does seem weird. Um, and then her doctor... Take some NyQuil, like a normal person. Well, and then in, in the court case, and I don't think I actually put this in my notes, but I was in one of my sources I was reading, and it said they talked to the doc- her doctor, who's mm-hmm. retired now, but he's like, I don't remember prescribing. prescribing Vicodin to her, and it's not in her records, like in her medical records from his office. But that doesn't necessarily mean... That she didn't get them from somewhere else and then just take them.
0: Or even that Ken, like Ken could have had it prescribed yeah. to him at some point and had some left over. Um, her
1: lawyer did have... Her lawyer has the best name, by the way. <laughs> His name is Earl Grey. Oh, my. That is a good name. <laughs> it's amazing. I just love it so much. I was like, this cannot be real. <laughs> but it is. Um, but so, apparently, according to the article, her lawyer had um had the bottle okay that said it was prescribed to her to her from this doctor oh but he's like i don't remember doing that i don't i mean he's like i certainly could have but like
0: wouldn't that be in your records you would
1: think that's the part that's weird to me is that it's like not in her records so like why isn't it in your records my
0: can theory just went out the window so yeah anyway uh let's um continue with the recap so Cindy was to receive
1: $950,000 from Ken's death. She owned the same type of gun, a 20 caliber shotgun that killed Ken, but when police asked about it in 2019, which is, you know, 13 years later. Yeah. Yeah. Um she claimed that it had been stolen in 2018 and alluded that it had been one of Ken's sons that had taken the gun. This could not be proven or confirmed by police. The will that Cindy finally presumed produced was deemed a forgery after the lawyer and witness on the will said that they had nothing to do with it. Um, I just don't
0: understand how she thought. I just this just mm-mm.
1: okay. Um, her trial is for first-degree murder, and it did start on October twelfth, twenty twenty-one. Okay, so, so that's the fourteen days ago. Yeah, so that's the really super fast recap.
0: And he was shot.
1: Yeah, he was shot twice
0: in bed. In bed.
1: Oh, and do you remember about the... With fa- the note. Yeah, the note. I was going to say... What did it say? Something um, about bitch. Yeah. Uh, I think it just said bitch. If it said it something about bitch. Yeah. I don't remember what, though. I don't remember either. Go listen to the episode. It's yeah. in there. <laughs> um. So, what we know so far, in her opening statement, District Attorney Prosecuting the Case, DA Teresa Wetston... W-E-T-Z-S-T-E-O-N Alleges that Cindy killed Ken for millions of dollars in life insurance and pristine hunting land, end quote
0: Okay, I mean, this is Wisconsin Yes um, Cindy's
1: defense attorney, again, his name is Earl Gray <laughs> I just can't, I just can't take him seriously Earl Gray, are you kidding me? Do your parents not like you? They're gonna name you after T
0: Maybe they really like tea.
1: All right. I guess. It's just mean. <laughs> um, He goes back to the suspects that Cindy pointed her finger at earlier this year. The five men that were involved with drugs and as well as the Monster Hall race track that Cindy and Ken were investors at and were involved in a lawsuit with. So they're still really just ride or die with this five the- men theory assassin theory
0: okay why would it take five well
1: one of the alleged men involved was the getaway driver right. ne- a man named brian demler who is known around town to drink heavily and tell lies that's literally what the article <laughs> said i was like okay i mean um, when he told police that he was av- involved as the getaway driver, he said he'd just been arre- or he had just been arrested for drinking and driving, and has now admitted to lying to get out of trouble for the drinking and driving charge. Unsurprisingly, that did not work, and he um, was charged with drinking and driving. I think he is serving time in prison still, um, but I'm not positive. Why
0: would you think? saying you're a getaway driver for a murder would get like why would he claims that he was drunk and high when they arrested him
1: so i'm i'm sure that clouds your judgment oh, a little bit sure
0: <laughs> but still like like i think not that d drinking and while driving is better in any way but no. i just like i feel like you would get less time for the dwi versus the it
1: was definitely not his first offense. True. Um, at all, I could find, I, di- I didn't see how much time he was serving or had served, but it was. It did say that um, the charge held up to a five-year prison sentence. Okay. Which, in the grand scheme of things, isn't a lot. But
0: I still think you would get more for being I a getaway driver for murder. I do too. Unless you again cut a deal, but yeah. he didn't. So exactly.
1: So, um Ken's mom, who is 102 years old. Damn, get a girl. Was the first one to take the stand, Cindy's sister, whose name I do not have, um, um has also okay. taken the stand in her sister's defense. What about the daughter? The da- Anything on the oh, daughter? Oh, Cindy's daughter? Yeah. No, okay. I nothing yet. Yeah, not yeah. Um the trial is scheduled to go until November 12th, 2021. So a month. Yep. Okay. Um, And it certainly could go do longer. less or longer, but yeah. like at this point they think it'll be about a month. Oh, I'm very yeah. I'm, excited to have this one wrapped I'm, up. I'm going to have to put an alert in my phone to like.
0: You should just put on like a Google alert for her name or something. Can you
1: show me how to do that? I
0: don't know how to do it either. Okay, shit. We should <laughs> we
1: probably just go. <laughs> <laughs> um. so the defense okay the defense called some of cindy's friends to the stand to testify that she and ken were quote very much in love end quote and that cindy quote had been sick before ken got shot or was killed
0: end I, quote okay no one's like arguing that you were not sick cindy like so it was It was
1: just another attempt to further verify her story about her sinus infe- infection that convinced her to sleep in the camper that fateful night, which...
0: Do you think she pulled the trigger herself or had someone else pull the trigger? So... My gut says someone else. That's why she slept in the camper. Because she didn't want to be, like, in the room or something. Yeah, so... I'm treading very lightly here. We were
1: contacted by someone very close to this case mm-hmm. a couple months ago. Publicly. Uh, oh, yeah. They did do publicly, didn't mm-hmm. they? Um, but they also, I also was DMing with them, yep. um, and they do not think that Cindy is the one that pulled the trigger. Okay. And um, they think that she hired someone out or it. she promised someone some money or land or something yeah um to do to do the deed
0: I would um agree with that theory
1: I just the the biggest issue I have with that though is wouldn't you get less time for
0: conspiracy not necessarily
1: she faces life in prison you
0: could still get life for Trust me, I listen to a lot of Dateline. That's true. And a lot of those episodes do have them hire out and they, the Which you is know, so dumb. they still get life or whatever.
1: So I don't, I don't know. I'm, it wouldn't surprise me if she did hire it out or did find someone else to do it for her. But like, I don't know. I just feel like it's just really suspicious to me that there would be more than one person involved and no one has rolled over you know like that she hasn't rolled over and tried to get a deal and be like okay i'll tell you what happened for xyz because she seems the kind of like the kind of person that's very manipulative manipulative like that to me yeah so that's the only reason i have a hard time with that that theory but i mean it's definitely
0: a possibility she also seems though kind of like a narcissist in a way and i feel like a narcissist wouldn't roll. that's true that's just my opinion. Um and so on
1: October 22nd, which was last Friday, Cindy actually testified Ooh. in her own case, which you see a lot less of nowadays. Yeah, literally. So I thought that was really interesting. That was on day 10 of the trial.
0: Did they say how long she was on the stand for? The entire day.
1: Okay. So, it was like 9 hours or something like that, which is crazy. Yeah, that is a long day. That'd be exhausting. Yeah. So, That's kind of all I have right now. Yeah, because it's literally happening probably as we speak. It probably just wrapped up for the day about an hour ago.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So I figure this will be a good one to kind of keep an eye on. I can keep an eye on both now. Yeah, (laughs)
0: literally. So November 5th and 12th.
1: Yes, 5th and 12th. So
0: two Fridays, Friday, Friday.
1: That's probably done on purpose. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think it'll... So, they do have a jury. This is a jury case. Cindy's is. Uh-huh.
0: Do you think it'll be a long deliberation? I have no idea. I would have to, like, actually see what the arguments are and look into it more. I wish that there was m- more, like, visual audio stuff. Yeah.
1: It's a lot of reading, so it gets... Long. Yeah, and and it's not like they're doing f- verbatim. Right um because that would be really difficult and really long um so i don't know i think it'll be really interesting to kind of keep an eye on and hopefully get some answers
0: served yeah all right do you have um like sources you want to stand for that yes for
1: that one i
0: have
1: um w-a u-s-a-u daily herald Okay. Um, and then the same source, w a u s a u pilot and review dot com. And then weau.com dot com and w s a u dot com. So like all, they're all news sources in the Wisconsin
0: area. Cool. Well, so. we'll keep an eye on both those cases. Do um, you want to do socials? yeah midwest madness facebook the group yep mw madness podcast on instagram yep. and mw madness podcast at gmail.com perfect i'm getting it i'm getting it down yeah um let us know if you have any cases you want us to do or yeah because um the cindy yudis case was a suggestion, a suggestion from yeah. a listener so yeah cool it's
1: turned out to be really interesting
0: Well, we hope you guys have a good first week of November and we will be back next Tuesday with another episode. Yay. Bye. Bye.